Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Hey there, Elite Lifers. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Elite Life Podcast. I'm Trish. And I'm Kylie. And we're here to bring you the best strategies, insights, inspiration to help you elevate your personal and professional life and slay Q4. Slay Q4. That's right, Kylie. And today's episode is all about seizing the opportunities in the last quarter of the year to boost your business and take your marketing game to the next level. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about that marketing. People got to know you to uh, get close to you, right? Exactly. If people don't know who you are, then they don't know about your business and they're not going to come to you and give you their business. So with the year wrapping up, we're all scrambling to hit those goals. So Trish and I today wanted to bring you some ideas and some tips and tricks on how you can work smarter, not harder. Absolutely. You know, they say the the final quarter is kind of like the grand finale of the year. Um, And it's just a perfect time to make strategic moves that can set the tone for a successful year ahead. So, like, let's dive right in with tip number one. Tip number one, which is to reflect and strategize. I think that a lot of times when people get off track on their their yearly goals, right? You set them in January, going strong February, March, life happens. Summer happens like, well, let's just talk about next year, right? Right. Like, I'm already here. there. Yeah. I'm already there. I'm like, well, this year's a wrap. Yeah, but we can't do that. We we have to take some time to reflect on the progress that we did make so far this year. What worked well? What could have been better? And then use these insights to shape your strategy for the final stretch. There's still a lot of time to make big moves. There is. It doesn't feel like it because it goes so quickly. Like this summer was over in a blink of an eye. Like truly, I had all these plans for us this summer and now it's over and the kids are going back to school and I'm just like, well, crap. But um, the one thing that I thought of when we were going over these tips, I'm like, number one for Trisha, she's going to say audit. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you have to, you know, I, I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were talking about how they oftentimes um, they they don't feel successful because they have this thought in their mind that success means you success has to be hard. And it was, I remember it was Jamie. We were talking about her real estate career. And she's like, I oftentimes don't feel like I'm successful because I don't like it's not hard for me doing real estate. Like I enjoy it and I like it. So I don't feel successful because it's not hard and I hate it. And that's what like as a child, I equated success with it must be hard. And I'm like, I totally understand that because I've often felt like that. Like, if life feels too easy, then I must be missing something or I must right. not You're be like, working hard enough. You're like, something's on fire somewhere in a dumpster, but the lid is down, so I'm not seeing it. When is it going to explode? Exactly. But if you really sit down and assess what you've done so far this year, like I did that the other day, I actually looked at my big calendar and I'm like, wow, like we've done this many out of this many workouts, read this many out of this 
this many books. We're, we were literally ahead on nearly every single bucket of our goals because now we've created these habits over year after year after year. So it doesn't have to feel hard. But if you don't do that audit, you may feel like you gave up on your goals when in actuality, you've been doing the work to get to them. You just have to buckle down and maybe, okay, I achieved these three, but this fourth one, I've done nothing. Guess what I'm going to focus on in Q4? That fourth goal that I've done nothing on because I can still get it done, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we talk, um, we've talked before about like setting goals and things like that. And the most important thing is making sure that they are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. So one thing a lot of people like to do is, oh, I want to, I want to sell X number of homes this year. And then they get to the Q, the last quarter of the year and they're like, dang, I only sold, you know, like I want to sell 24 houses. I've only sold six, like what happened? But when you are not reviewing and revising and touching and measuring and, and, and tracking those goals, that's when you get, that's when you get off track is when you're not paying attention. So, or, or they'll pick something super ambiguous. Like I just, I want to sell as many homes as I can. Okay, great. We need something specific, measurable, achievable. So if you are um, like, like for me, I would not pick a goal that requires me to be gone for 80 hours a week and stuff like that. Cause that's not achievable for me. I have a small, I have a, we have young kids. I have a stupid dog. I've got a family life, you know, so make sure that it's achievable. And I'm not saying set the bar low. I'm not saying pick a goal that's comfortable. I'm saying pick a goal that you can reach up to that is not going to leave you feeling like you're not going to make it and you're worthless and useless and life sucks. Yeah. And that's why you got to audit, though, too, because, you know, you said some pretty strong things that I think are relatable to people and um, some things that kind of reflect your mindset that we've talked about sometimes before. And that's that, you know, you have children, so you can't work this many hours. Well, if you do an audit and you see that you spent three months of summer at home with your and I'm not saying you did this, but, you know, you spent. No, I did not. I saw you more than I saw. But if you did did, what I'm saying is, if you did, if you took three months of summer off to spend with your family, then it may be achievable for you, even though you have small children, to take the next 60 days and work 80 hours and double down on your business so that you guys can make it through the winter and have a nice Christmas and not be scrambling and you can be set up to take those three months off again next summer. So what is achievable is doing that audit, assessing where you have spent your time and energy and where you need to spend your time and energy. Because just because you had, you know, 80% here in this bucket and 20% in this bucket doesn't mean the next three months have to be the same. Realistically, you should flip-flop that. If you really want, you know, that quote-unquote elusive work-life balance, sometimes it actually I feel like all the time it's not work-life balance every day it's never like 50 50 no it's gonna be work-life balance as a whole big picture right right? so I often talk about like 
August is often my month where I have family time. That's usually where we take our family vacation, yada, yada, yada. But then because I take that time off, now I am in like super grind mode for work in September and October and then November and December. So I really capitalize on those winter months to really double, triple down on my business before the holidays hit. And I know I'm going to take some more time with my family. So um, we really got deep on tip one. But I before we get off of that, I want to remind our viewers, um, Stars Academy has a tool that you can use. We're going to drop the link in the show notes. So make sure you go down there. Free download. Free download. It is our goal setting playbook. So we help you to set these goals. And, you know, I think a lot of people quit on their goals or give up on their goals because they don't set them properly. And like you mentioned, they don't hit all of those points and making sure that they are achievable, but they still push you and that they are relevant in your specific life and that they are your goals, not goals that, you know, your mother-in-law mentioned that you you should do X, Y, Z. You should have seven meals on the table a week. Yeah, well, that might have been okay for you, Susan. But for me, who's building an empire to leave a legacy, that ain't that ain't my jam. Right? No, we're having tater tot casserole. That's what we're having. <laughs> All right. That's why we keep you around. You're the idea machine. All right. Uh, tell us about tip number two, because this was my favorite one. This is my favorite one to do this time of year. Yeah. And actually, we just met on Monday so that we could do exactly what we're telling you about and check and audit our goals. And then number two... Use holiday-themed campaigns. Yeah. So we are jumping into all of the best holidays. Me and Dave were walking the other day. Mind you, when we're recording this right now, we're at the end of August. Mm -hmm. And we were walking around yesterday, and people are putting out their Halloween decorations already. Stop it. I'm dead serious. That's disgusting. Well, I thought it was crazy, but then I went on Facebook, and there's other people that are friends and family of ours that also have started putting out their Halloween decorations. So before we knock the hustle, remember that the holiday... The holiday season is a golden opportunity for businesses. People are in a festive mood. It's the perfect time to create special promotions and limited time offers and just engaging content that really resonates with the holiday spirit because people like... Everybody kind of has their own favorite holiday, but most people are excited to, you know, decorate for Halloween or fall or, you know, get into Thanksgiving and everybody has their own little, like... I love Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I think Thanksgiving is my... It's hard because I love Christmas and Easter, like, a lot, a lot. And I know everybody loves Halloween, but, like, I'm really a little Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving, like, the surveys they do for, like, the whole, you know, world and such, Thanksgiving um, is actually ranked the number one favorite holiday. Thanksgiving. I know why. Well, because you don't got to buy a bunch of stuff and spend a bunch of money, but you get to eat all the food, right? Right. And they didn't pull any mothers, grandmothers, or aunts who spend all day cooking for that. So Yeah, well, exactly. (laughs) But I think the other part of it is, too, like – Thanksgiving falls on a Thursday, so it creates a super long vacation because you does. get Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, some people are doing Cyber Monday, and some people do the day before Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is probably the only holiday where you could realistically get a five-day vacation time. Well, 
I love that. So now that we've all decided that Thanksgiving is our favorite, um, yeah, take take this take this opportunity in this season of the year to really leverage the power of of storytelling as well. Um, we've talked about the power of storytelling before and the importance that it has in connecting with your customers because, like we've talked about, you know, you could throw a rock and hit a realtor, but really what you are selling is not just like your service, your business, your product, you're selling yourself. And so by sharing your story, sharing these moments, um, you know, oh, you know, we, you know, last year for Thanksgiving, we did X, Y, Z. So we wanted to share this opportunity with you. You know, you can really pull in your experiences from your personal life into your, into the business side, into your professional life to really capitalize on some people who can connect with that story, resonate with that story, and then say, oh, this person is like me. I now like them. I now know them. I now trust them. I'm now going to give them my business. Yeah, absolutely. And that brings us to tip number three, which is collaborations and partnerships. Yes. Um, the last quarter is a great time to team up with complementary businesses for joint promotions or joint campaigns. Um, this not only widens your reach, but it also introduces your brand to a whole new audience. So like I was saying, me and Kylie met with one of our vendors yesterday and we're putting together a full fest and um, make sure that after you listen to this, podcast, you go back and listen to the podcast with Dan Ungarten, where we talk about community building um, because we we give you the secret sauce of how to put on a successful community event. And Kylie and Dan are going out next week to talk to all the local businesses so we can partner up with them. We're going to partner up with the grocery store and give away um, you know, a cart of groceries to a family in need. We're going to partner up with the um, the local farm so we can get pumpkins to give away to the kids at Fall Fest. We're going to partner with all of these different um, businesses in the community. We will get to know them. They will get to know us. Our audience will start to, and our clients will start to go to their places. Their people will start to come to ours. And boom, we not only just have this little collaboration with us and our vendor that we're putting together, now we have it with our entire community. And that's how you build great relationships and successful events. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a super big deal. I know that like when we initially started talking about it before we learned everything from Dan, you know, I feel like when a business, an entrepreneur is, um, you know, trying to do something like this, they're like, okay, I am financially and time bound responsible for every single thing. And collaborating really helps alleviate a lot of that financial and time pressure for sure. And, you know, you can also, um, um, like we said, you know, collaborate with local charities, um, community organizations for goodwill campaigns. So not only does that boost your brand's image, but it also gives back to the community, which people like. Like I know I love shopping at Tenuta's in Waterford. It is a locally owned company. Shout out to Tenuta's. And um, they're, they're a locally owned store. And they've been locally owned for like since like the 1950s. And I love giving them my money because they are the ones who are sponsoring the little league teams in our area. They're the ones who are coming to events like this and partnering and like really digging into the community. Walmart ain't doing that. Kroger ain't doing that. Meyer ain't doing that. So really just lean on other people and other partners in, in the community to help you pull this off. Yeah, and I really like the next one. Um, so you have this extra time in Q4, right? A lot of businesses aren't 
as busy once we get around um, the holiday time. And in that extra time, you can use it to refresh your online presence. Absolutely. Um, take a look at your website. Take a look at your social media profiles and your other online platforms. Are they up to date? Are they reflective of your brand's current identity? Um, update your visuals, your content, any outdated information. Can some content for when you're going to be busy. One of the books we read, I remember, um, I don't remember which book it was, but she was talking about how uh, when she found out she was going to have a baby, she found out she was pregnant. She went to work canning tons and like months of content. I think that was Chillpreneur. It might have been Chillpreneur. Yeah, she canned like months of content so that after she had her baby, her they could just be pushing out social media content, but she didn't have to take time away from her new baby. You could do that same thing right now. When you have that five days off for Thanksgiving, spend three with your family. Spend the other two freshening up that online presence and canning content so that when Christmas rolls around, you have videos and stuff to push out yeah. on Christmas Eve, Christmas and New Year's and you don't have to take the time to build that content. And then um, like with refreshing your online presence, like look at your headshot friends. Like I can go <laughs> through the last 10 years of my headshots and I look like a dramatically different person pretty much every year. You do. So it's really important. Does your headshot still align with where you're at in life, with what you look like? Please tell me you're not using your 19 94 glamour shot. Oh, dude, you took the words right out of my mouth because I have seen those on the MLS and I'm just like, is Sandra Burton really still <laughs> this fabulous with the perm and the glowy lights in the background? And then the other thing, too, I wanted to mention, um, since we're doing shameless plugs, like Stars Academy has a program called... Um, uh, social media empire. And if you have no idea, if you are not on social media with your business and, and you're thriving, great. But I mean, honestly, we're not going to the mall anymore and handing out flyers. We're not door knocking because you're going to get shot. Like everyone is online. That's where people are. That's where people are comfortable. That's where I meet a ton of my clients and partners and referral sources. So if you're not sure what to do or if you need help spicing it up, head over to mystarsacademy.com, hit the store page, enroll in the social media empire. We'll give you everything that you need to get started. And if you want more, we're always here to help you for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And that brings us to tip number five, which is use this time to launch your new products or services. So I was thinking about it when you were just talking about that because the one thing left on my 411 sheet, my goal sheet for this year was the one thing left. <laughs> I've got 40,962 things that are marked red. Well, if you plan and you audit through the year, <laughs> um, but it's to launch a new course in My Stars Academy. So oh, we've we have, got so much stuff planned. Yes, we will be launching one to three new courses between today and the end of the year. So we, we don't just coach and teach and preach this stuff, friends. We are living it ourselves. We will be launching our new products and services, refreshing our social media presence and doing all these same things with you. And the important thing to remember, too, is like when you're launching these products um, or these services or courses or whatever it is that you are putting out into the world, um, take this, take the seasonal opportunity to create urgency and exclusivity. So, you know, if you've got, you know, 
holiday themed candles. Let's say you make essential oil soy candles. I've got peppermint and pine tree candles. Usually they're $35 a piece. I got them on sale for 15 bucks. Perfect for Christmas, Thanksgiving, baby shower, blah, 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 whatever. So make sure you create that urgency because otherwise people are going to see it and they'll be like, oh, I'll get to it when I can. But I know, <laughs> I know from personal experience that when I see something that I'm interested in and they're like, man, you can get it now for 25% off. It's going away in a week and a half. I'm like, okay, Okay, I better just get it now. So don't forget to do that. I know my mom called me yesterday and she's like, hey, do you need any citronella candles? And I'm like, need? Well, no. because the end of summer is here. So yep. all the kayaks, the citron, all the yard stuff is on sale yeah. here in Michigan. She's friends. like, they're regularly $10. I can get them for $1. I'm like, well, we don't need them, but we'll use them. We'll yes. use them next summer. And she's yeah. like, okay, I'm getting them. And then she's like, what about beach towels? I can get their $20 beach towels for $4. Oh, uh, like, you know, yeah. Like, as well supplies last, right? Exactly. So exactly. it works. It works on especially people like my mom who love to get a good deal. Um, and then uh, tip number six is to like leverage some social media challenges too. We should so. pick one to do. Okay. I mean, we're doing 75 hard, but that's not like a social media challenge. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Engage your audience by creating fun and interactive social media challenges that are related to your brand. It's a fantastic way to like generate user generated content, increase your brand awareness. It could look like, you know, everybody, everybody needs some extra um, money or gift cards around the holidays. So it could be as simple as like whoever gets the most, you know, friends to like our page gets a $25 gift card to Starbucks or you Google know. reviews. Google reviews. Absolutely. If I whoever gives me their friends and family gets the most Google reviews over gets a $50 gift card to Amazon like utilize um, that social media proof. Let other people speak your name. Right. Let yeah. other people be your testimony um, and the testament to what a great job that you have done for them. Yeah, for sure. And then um the other thing that, you know, this can really help you, you know, kind of harness the power of Facebook, you know, LinkedIn, Instagram to like if you are not there, like I just said, like I'm working on getting into TikTok. I know Kristen and Jamie just sat down. Um, kudos to you girls. I couldn't make it to the training session, but they worked on TikTok because Kristen is really good at that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm sev- I'm basically the crypt keeper because I'm like, I don't know how this works. I don't understand where are the hashtags, where's the, you know, so all of that. So make sure that you are digging deep, making the time to sit down and get into this stuff. This is another great time of year where, like Trisha just said, we've got, you know, holidays and things like that coming up. Take the time to educate yourself and um, grow your business by learning something new, learning a new tool, learning a new technique, Um, you know, read a damn book. Crap. Absolutely. I think that that's so important because a lot of people get on – by the time they get to New Year's Eve, the reason they're so excited for the new year is because they've done nothing but lay on their butts, get fat, eating too much food, and watch too many holiday movies. So don't be that person. Like, I don't like Hallmark. Can we talk about – like side – Sidebar. Can we talk? Do you watch the Hallmark movies? No, I don't. I don't really watch television. So like yesterday, I was like, Dave, I need you to put on this video for school. And I, he's like, I haven't watched TV in forever. And I'm like, well, I never watch. Like, we don't even know where the remote control is to our TV is what I'm getting at. So but it's really important. Like, use this time. Like you said, use this time to educate. Use this time to build your brand. Use this time to also engage with your participants. Share their posts. Keep 
keep the momentum going. I will tell you, if you want to build an online presence and you want to build your social media, one of the most important things, and I'll tell you, I've really tuned into this lately because there's some people on social media that like I like to give a lot of love to, you know, I'm their biggest cheerleader. Now, I notice who gives a lot of love to me, and I always try to engage with them. But I engage, if you drop something on my post, I'm going to respond. And if you do it all the time, I'm going to purposely go to your profiles and see how I can support you. Yeah. If I'm doing this all the time and it's never being reciprocated, if I'm always cheering you on and always cheering your family on and always cheering your pages on and always sharing your content, and I start to notice like you never ever, 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 ever respond to me, I'm going to start to think like, well, this is a waste of my time. Like, obviously, she doesn't care that I'm, you know, cheering her on or supporting her, helping her out. Like, I could use that for somebody who does appreciate it. So remember that, guys. People do pay attention to if you are responding to them, if you are grateful for the love that they're giving you, especially on a regular basis. Yeah. Like, there's there's four people that I can name off the top of my head that literally every single time I post, they interact with that post. And I'm just so grateful for, you know, everybody who does, but especially them, because I notice, like, and I'm like, how can I help you? How can I respond? reciprocate that love because like you are on there being my biggest fan and I want to give that back to you you know yeah and speaking of appreciation the holiday season is a great time to do customer appreciation campaigns so like I know last year Rachel was at Thanksgiving she did a customer appreciation like all of her clients past clients current clients she dropped off pumpkin pies for them I thought that was really really cool um you want to like Trisha was just saying, express gratitude, not just to like other people who are in your, you know, in your field, but also the people, you know, your clients, your customers, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. And then the last the last thing I think that we probably want to talk about um, is like with your branding, because we've mentioned that word a lot. And I, I don't know that everybody, especially realtors, um, I think realtors are getting better at branding, but it was never something we talked about before. Right. So when you're looking at branding, if you are not familiar with it, make sure you jump into Stars Academy and check out that social media empire um, and check out our episode about branding. We actually have an episode on YouTube of the Elite Life podcast that's all about the different types of branding, um, creating content around those brands and just doing it really, really great. Yeah, because that's what is going to um, not only take your business to the next level, but that your brand awareness, um, your engagement with your customer base and the community around you, that will take your business through any valleys that you that you may hit. For sure. Absolutely. Happy customers are more likely to become brand advocates and spread positive word of mouth. I get tons of my business from people on social media that are are tagging their friends and family and saying that I'm a great agent and yada, yada, yada. So it works. Like I said, we're not just preaching it and teaching it. We're living it ourselves. And that's where we're going to wrap it up today, friends. We just wanted to give you some short and sweet action steps that you could take to make your business and your life a little bit better. For sure. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you found value in today's discussion, please make sure you share the show. We really lean on you and we appreciate every time you share the show, every time you hit the subscribe, every time you hit the like button. And make sure you come back next week for a fresh episode. And until then, keep living that elite life. Bye. 
We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.